Now it's time for more of Southern California's sports fishing voice. Let's talk hook up. Get ready for more of the best fishing information and the hottest tips on improving your angling skills. Let's talk hook up is sponsored in part by Ford, the official truck of Let's Talk Hook Up. Shimano rods and reels. Fish with the best. Shimano. And now, Southern California's sports fishing voice, the hosts of Let's Talk Hook Up, Pete Gray, Rock God Rick Maxa, and Corey Sandin. Welcome back. Hour number two, Let's Talk Hook Up, right here on the Let's Talk Hook Up app and the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Pete Gray here, along with Rock God Rick Maxa. We're in the world headquarters of Let's Talk Hook Up. Almost sunny Southern California here. Yeah. You say the, the, the big rain is broken, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful day here in San Diego. And we have a beautiful show going on here. Bob, Charmel, and Rob from Katmai Lodge, one of the greatest places on earth. No doubt about that, man. One of the beautiful places to go fishing and spend time. And yeah, we're having a great time talking about it. We want to talk to you this morning. If you want to join us on Let's Talk Hookup, give us a call at 213-432-1090. Again, 213-432-1090 is how you reach us on the phone. Or again, send us a text, man. Send a text. Lots of great texts coming through to that Let's Talk Hookup app, and we're going to be reading those here as the show continues on. Again, and make sure you include your contact info, name and phone number, because we're giving away a killer prize at the end of today's show. And that's an overnight trip on any open party boat at a fisherman's landing in San Diego. Basically how it works is you're going to, again, get that certificate. It's good for any open party overnight trip at a fisherman's landing. You pick the boat as long as they got a space on an open party overnight trip, you're going fishing. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, time for the catch report. You got it, man. And today that catch report, our fishdope.com report, is sponsored by Norris Lithium batteries. They're designed specifically for marine use. Norris Lithium features prismatic cells for extreme durability, solid connections, longevity, and reliability. The Norris Guardian Advanced Battery Battery Management System allows you to monitor the health and the charging status by using an app on your phone. Norris also makes a complete line of kayak and electric reel batteries that weigh less than three pounds. Make an investment in the best for your boat with Norris Lithium. Check NorrisLithium.com or go see the trolling motor dock or Angler's Marine for your Norris lithium battery. We're going to start off our catch report with our private motor buddy, Captain Mark Wish of Pacific Edge is on the line. Good morning, Mark. Morning, Ricky, Pete, Bob, Darmel, Rocky. You got a houseful there. For yeah, sure. we're, we're having fun, so, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun listening to you. Man, you're right about that Errol Davis guy being a good ambassador for your lodge. It's fun listening to him talk. But, uh, hey, you guys remember that old adage, March roars in like a lion and out like a lamb? Well, uh, I think that applies this weekend. This old cold storm is uh, definitely making it lumpy and bumpy offshore here for a couple of days. But it's going to pass, and uh, we're going to get back to fishing. And this past week, you know, we saw a real uptick in uh, some of the things going on offshore. So soon coming. Uh, starting along the coast here, especially up the Long Beach area. And halibut fishing uh, has really been worthy. Not not wide open for sure, but for the guys that put their time in, uh, there's a good spread of fish, and that spread includes some real trophies. There's a number of fish that caught uh, over 30 pounds now. I don't, I know one over 40, um, but I imagine there'll be some more. But uh, that best zone is from mid Palos Verdes down to off Huntington Beach, and it's mostly in the deeper water, 60. And uh, realistically, mostly 80 to 100 like that near hard bottom yeah, in the areas where you find some bait schools. I mean, that's those halibuts like to hang out. And the best baits have definitely been a live smelt. 
uh, worthy size sardine or the smaller size mackerel, maybe not those 12 inches, but those eight, nine inch mackerels, those big halibut love mackerels. I've caught a lot of big ones on them for sure. And guys, for God's sake, fish with good gear. I mean, I can't believe some of the stories here I've heard the last little bit, but you know, fish with 25, 30 pound, that part is fine. But check your knots where you're tying that top shot onto your braid if you're fishing that routine. I mean, I cannot believe what I heard the other day about a guy bringing up a really big one and right in front of him this top shot knot comes untied. Oh. I mean, that, you can't tell me that that knot was tested. you got to do that stuff. But uh, along with the halibut fishing, uh, bass fishing's been good. That water's been hanging around 60 degrees, which is uh, balmy for this time of year. And uh, we're liking it there. And along with that, there's been a mix of sculpting and whitefish. And now sheephead season has reopened. And remember, guys, there's a two-fish limit on the sheepheads, and they got a 12-inch minimum size. But uh, sheepheads are back in the uh, mix there. And over at Catalina, saw a real uptick this past week. You know, the halibuts have been biting over there really good, mostly backside eats, really shallow, and uh, a few sea bass mixed in here and there. But... The bigger news has been a couple of really nice hits on some good grade yellows. It's nice to see that stuff starting to bite. Springtime is uh, coming, and uh, it's coming together over there at the island. It's looking good. And uh, offshore, just a quick little tease of the shape of things to come. The sport boats found that first bluefin, caught the first bluefin down there above Colnette. And uh, some other fish have been seen a couple of different areas, you know, even some splashing around up on 289 here, so. Uh, we'll save that discussion for later as it gets rolling. But so we're going to uh, have to get through this weather, and then we've got the show coming this week. So you guys will have all your new gear, and you get all doped up going to the amazing list of seminars that Dude. they've put together, and then uh, time to go fishing after that. Yeah, and of course, fishdope.com. Uh, I know, uh, I know the fishdope booth will be there with the BD Outdoor guys at the, the PCS show. Save thirty bucks on a new membership to fishdope.com using the code HookupNow. Lowercase, no space. HookupNow is your thirty dollar code on your membership to fishdope.com. And Mark, how do we find you? Well, P, we're in Huntington Beach. We're on the corner of both at Chica and Edinger by the big Chevron station. In fact, one of the listeners came in yesterday and he said, yep, never been in, but I wanted to come by and say hi. And, yeah, you're right by the big Chevron station. Yeah, it's a chicken manager right uh, there, huh? You've made made it famous. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Phone number at the store is 714-840-4262. The website specific at tackle.com. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Mark. Sounds like a plan. Looking forward to that. You have a great text while we're waiting for Marcos. I thought so. It says, good morning, everybody. My question is for Bob and Charmel. Um, I, is all of the fishing from shore, or do we do boat fishing trips as well? Um, are there float tubes or kayaks? I'm just curious how it all goes together. Sounds amazing. That's from Ralph and Minifee. Well, most of it, it depends on what angler is and your capabilities. We recommend you get him out of the boat and uh, just a more of a free experience, the catching fish. Fish. It, the water that will put you in is, you know, ankle to crotch deep. I mean, not deep at all. The current's not very bad. Um, you can fish in the boat if you don't want to get out of the boat. It all depends on you and your guide, what you talk about in the morning or the night before. Um, either way, you're going to catch fish, both direct, you know, both ways you're going to do it. Yeah, 
you'll travel in the boat to the yeah, different absolutely spots. yes yeah. yes you'll you'll get in in the boat just like uh, Pete said earlier you you'll f- drive up you know ten minutes fifteen minutes if, if that you know sometimes and you'll find a, a cove or a sandbar and you'll be the only one on the sandbar and you'll pull off and you get out of the boat and you stay there as long as you want if the fish aren't biting right then you just head up river a little bit and go find another spot but you will be uh, in and out of the boat most of the big king fishing is done from the boat is yeah the big yeah. king fishing is the kings are in the middle of the river so you kind of want to you know be offshore just a little bit and when i say offshore it's not like you're you know, the ocean offshore it's yeah. you know you're 25 yards yeah. <laughs> from the shore the yeah boat. maybe even 10 yards yeah. from the show offshore and uh, and you know you'll sit there and you'll you know cast your whatever your streamer you know do if you want to uh, troll with some plugs um if some people don't like to you know plug fish or or have the the guide drive the boat while they're catching the kings and they want to catch it by themselves so so we'll get out of the boat they'll put you on a point and you'll you'll cast your streamer out there into the deeper water um they'll put you on one of those points and you'll catch the the uh the king just all by yourself um so it's kind of what you want to do Sure. And based on, like you said, your your skill set, your good, yep. and your one on one with your guide. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna. That's the thing too is like they're going to assess and realize exactly what right. you need probably before you realize it, right. and they'll just make that gentle suggestion. Hey, let's try this, yeah. and you have no idea that they're they're coaching you based on you know a lifetime of experience. They're gonna see how you exactly. got into the boat. Uh-huh. You know, if you, do you just jump in the boat or did you crawl into the boat? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you, you like fishing for those. Kings? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fun. They pull hard. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and, and it's a different type of fishing. Yeah. You know, totally uh, different. Back trolling. Yeah. Do a lot of back trolling. Yeah. And it's uh, fun. And, and those guys are good. Oh, yeah. They've done it so much. Yeah, they know exactly where to go, for sure. The thing that I dug almost more than anything was that I loved it when we went up, up to the north and fished in the braids. I think the thing that I liked almost as much as the fishing experience was the drive up there and oh, and, yeah. and uh, navigating water that you wouldn't ever think a boat could go through. Like there, I'm telling you, the first time the first time you're driving a boat through water that's eight inches deep is just like, oh, are, are you, dude, are we going the right way? Like did we yeah. make a wrong turn and then boop, just like nothing. Yeah. You know those jet propulsion outboards like they just go in areas that it just doesn't it, it's not fathomable that you could be crossing the river and it's, it's no big deal it's what they're made for yeah, yeah they get in some pretty shallow water and get through it no problem you'll actually feel the air as the as the water's getting uh, the water's getting shallow as the boat's going up river it kind of lifts the boat up because of the compression it's not pushing the water down it's you know it's kind of like the water's stuck between the boat and the the, the gravel that uh-huh. you're going over and it will it'll literally lift the boat up it's like you're in a little elevator ride because you can feel it and you know you're getting into some shallow water <laughs> yeah. You better start looking for blue water, you know, in front of you. Yeah, and and you're all Yamaha powered. All Yamahas. Yeah. yeah. The the big uh, the jets are uh, 150 Yamahas with a jet. Yeah, and, and then we have, and have 90s and we have 50 uh, tiller boats, which you know is really becoming popular because everybody wants to be in the in the big silver boats. We call them the silver boats, which are basically the 150s. Um, and, and we we fish three in a boat with those if you know if your group is that you know so mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter whether if you're a group of two. 
then you're going to go out with just two people. If you're a group of just one, a single, we'll take you out with a single. Or if you have three, but we'll never put more than three people in the boat. Because if you brought four people in a group, then we'll we'll just put two boats. You'll yeah. go out two boats together. But the the little boats, the green, we call them the greenies, um, and they're little tiller, they're tiller 50s with jets on them. And they'll get into areas you can't get in with the, yeah. with the mm-hmm. big boats. So it's kind of like you'll see a big boat going up and go, wow, I want to be on that thing. And they go, well, not really is the, the best boat for, yeah. for what we're fishing today. Get into something real tight. We're going to get into some tight areas, some tight waters where the sloughs are, where, the, where you do. And I know your favorite with it, it's called mouse fishing. Mousing, Mousing. Yes. Is That's one of my favorite things to do is, is to cast this little mouse on a fly rod, hit the bank, and then pop it off into the water, and then just twitch your, your rod. And it kind of looks like the mouse is swimming across the river, and the trout just explode over it. Yeah, it, it, it literally explode it's over it. Yeah. yeah, and you skitter. It's like surface iron fishing on steroids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The closest thing I've ever seen to that, and I, first time I ever experienced was when I was down at Lake Picachos last week with Corey Sandin. He was really into the frogs. Okay. And you throw the frog right into, like, the heaviest timber you can imagine, and then you kind of dangle it in these holes, and they come up and explode on it. It's kind of like that if you're a freshwater guy, cool. but, but better. <laughs> and then you just hope that... You can get the fish back. You get the fish you back out. Crazy yeah. heavy tackle, right? right. Super heavy spectrum, right. super heavy hooks, and then you know you just fire it into this gnarled mess. Right. And then once the bite happens, well, then you deal with it. Yeah, uh, then, then what? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Worry about that part later. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Rick, uh, phones are packed. They want to talk to uh, these guys, so let's jump into it. We've got a lot of very patient callers standing by, like John from Huntington Beach. John, good morning. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, great show. And... Um, I've got a couple questions. How far up river, uh, how far from the ocean is the lodge up the river? 13 miles. Uh, so it, it takes, uh, if you wanted to drive down to the, the we call it the tidal influence, where they actually the, the fresh water meets the salt water and you get that brackish water as soon as it comes into the river system, we're about uh, 13 miles, which is about a 45 minute to 60 minute boat ride if you want to go all the way down there. So a lot of times what, the, what we'll do for the, the fresh kings and all that, we'll, you'll, you'll, the guides will look at it and look for high tide because that's when the tide come in and the water raises up in the uh, in, in the bay and you'll get the big push of, of fresh salmon coming up in there and you'll you'll catch up with them and they'll come in the water and you'll get that bite and then they, then they start heading upstream so as soon as the bite slows down then your guide will just say okay let's go and you'll basically pass the herd as it's going up river and you'll go maybe about 20 minutes up river stop there and then here comes that herd comes by you again and, yeah. then, and then you'll do it again. You know, you just another 20 minutes up river, stop, and hear the, that same pack of fish as it's going up. We call them pods. Comes, you know, swimming by again because they're just they're just on their way up, and it's 90 miles of river before the lake. So wow. it's uh, the the river system long. is long. It's a lot of fishing uh, potential fishing for you. All right, very good. Well, hey, let's continue our catch report. You got it. We got Marcos from Sea Force Sport Fishing standing by this morning. Good morning, Marcos. Good morning, guys. How's everyone? We're doing great, man. Anxious to hear what's going on. We had a nice little week of weather and a new month happening, some new fish becoming available. All right. What's going on at Seaforth? Well, unfortunately, that streak of nice weather kind of came to an end this morning. It's a little uh, windy out there. Probably the next few days going to be a little tough on the water. 
but you know, when we got out during the week here, we had some actually pretty good, pretty solid fishing there. You see forth on Thursday, 11 calico bass, 91 whitefish, similar to what we've been seeing there. Uh, I believe they had 20 sand bass earlier in the week. The tribute got out on their day and a half last weekend. They left last Friday, came back Sunday morning. Uh, they caught a couple of yellowtail, TL tail, 57 rockfish, limits of red, some whitefish, lingcod. Pretty good call net fishing for what you kind of expect at this time of the season. And they did not get out last night, like I said, with that weather coming through this weekend. I think a lot of people are just kind of staying home, staying dry. But we'll be right back to it this coming up week. So check the website, seaforthlanding.com. We've got those half-day trips up there. We'll get out on the water, get some some whitefish, some other bottom fish, maybe some bass in the mix there. And just a reminder, you know, in the past, the uh, rockfish season opened in March. It's not till April this year. So don't go out there catching those rockfish quite yet. Um, it, it's... Like I said, it's very similar to what we've seen. It's been a little tougher winter weather-wise here, you know, that's really put a, you know, little some breaks on the fishing. But when we're getting out there, it's pretty good fishing. So check the website, seaforthlanding.com, for those half days. It's like I said, the San Diego has full-day trips scheduled later in the season. They're scheduled through the summer there. So like we talk about every week, make your reservations now. Don't wait till fishing's good because you're just not going to get the reservations at that point. The Tribute has all their day-and-a-half trips scheduled on the weekends for the next couple months. They will have some weekday trips after that. So lots of options there. Just call the office, 619-224-3383. Come down, visit us in person, say hi, get some stuff in the towel shop, get your gear tuned up for the upcoming season, and grab some food next door at the new restaurant. They're actually really, really good over there. So Check that out. Yeah, Sounds awesome. like yeah. a good place. For sure. Charlie's Landing there, yeah. So, you know, it's, they've got a nice variety of breakfast and then lunch. Unfortunately, being here in the morning, I don't really get to try all of their lunch food, but the little bit I have tried has been great there. So, hey, why not, you know, like I said, grab a breakfast burrito, get your gear tuned up, get out on the half day, and go catch some fish. Sounds cool, Marcos. Well, a great report as always. Appreciate it very much, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week. I'll talk to you then, guys. Thanks, Marcos. Wraps up our catch report. You got it, man. That's going to finish our catch report, which again is sponsored by the Fish Pros at Fisherman's Processing in San Diego, where you can get premier processing experience. Check out the brand new and easier online system to book your processing orders for your long-range trips. Now with the addition of the new team members, Fisherman's Processing stays far ahead of the rest. More same-day capacity and the finest customer service. Stop by their location on Old Town and Taylor Street or check Fisherman'sProcessing.com and be sure to make those reservations today. Yeah, for sure, because it's uh, going to be a great season this year. Hey, Bart Hall's calling us from the Bart Hall Boat Show. Good morning, Bart. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Bart. Yeah, you guys. You guys are painting some beautiful word pictures of Katmai today. <laughs> if you don't want to go there after listening to this show, you must be dead. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a passion for all of us in this room, I can tell you that. You can tell. You can tell listening. It sounds great, guys. Thanks. Anyway, we we opened our boat show yesterday. Don't don't fish in here. Well, there's some guys who think there's fish in here, but uh, it, it's a, it's a boat show. It is a really good one. Uh, we've had more boats and much many more boats than we had last year, and and uh, people seem to have a really good time yesterday. So very encouraged. Of course, it's only a three day show, and it's today uh, from until eight thirty, and tomorrow from uh, ten until five. And uh, we'll see, you know, uh, the weather got a little better here. We thought we were expecting heavy rain all day, but it looks like that's uh, kind of moved moved on and it's just going to be kind of intermittent and light. And uh, tell you what, this is a really good-looking show. There are lots of boats here. And uh, starting Angler's Marine right there in the front, and 
uh, just keeps on going all the way down. Three buildings just full of boats and, and uh, marine accessories. Wow. And, and, and everything, kind of from uh, Rick with uh, his uh, bass boats all the way to ski boats, uh, deck boats. I know H&H Marine there is, is there with a lot of pontoon boats, right? H&H is there with their Regal. That's, that's what they ha- have up here because, you know, there's territorial things. And uh, some of the most beautiful uh, uh, boats I've ever seen in my life. And we have an amazing selection of the, uh, uh, of the GoFast boats, you know, because the guys who helped me with this, uh, his name's uh, Jim McComb, he used to build to make fast boats go faster. So we have a really, really big selection of high-performance boats and race boats. And some of those things are <laughs> astoundingly beautiful. Wow. And, and so it was it was just great, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jay's in the background. She says, yeah, she just wants your picture taken with some of them. It, it, yeah. It's really something else. So tell us uh, about the, uh, once again, where we go to, to the Bart Hall Boat Show and, uh, and the hours and how do we get there? Well, it's at the Fairplex in Pomona, and uh, you uh, just take the 10 freeway or the 210 freeway. It'll take you right there. You come up to 57 from down south, uh, and you, uh, we're open today at 10 a.m. We're going to close at 8.30. And uh, so far, yesterday, everybody had a really good time, uh, sold some boats, and it's, it's a beautiful show, beautiful boats in there. But it's boats. Lots of boats. That's fantastic. Well, Bart Hall Boat Show going on today and tomorrow at the Fairplex and Pomona. Thanks, Bart. Nice to hear from you. And uh, good luck with the show. See you, Bart. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. that very much. Hey, had a fun text come through. It says, uh, good morning, guys. A great show for someone that's really considering doing uh, the trip with my wife and the nature viewing uh, trip that Charmel spoke about earlier. Is there a better time of year to come when the more non-fishing activities are taking part? And what are some of the uh, what are some of the additional non-fishing activities? That's all from Brian in San Diego. Well, our best bear viewing, if you're a non-fisherman and you just want to come bears, is, is uh, July. That is where you're going to get the best bang for your buck I mean you know it doesn't it's the same cost but it's a what I'm saying is you you come out there you're going to get the most bear viewing at the park which is going to be phenomenal Um, not only will you have the bear viewing there but you have the bear viewing at the lodge we we basically uh, for the day that you're traveling up and down the river uh, on basically on our eco trip up and down the river we basically just get in a boat and and they pack you a lunch and you'll you could have an evening lunch out on the river because don't forget it doesn't get dark till midnight so you know you can leave in the afternoon and have your 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 day on the river and go spend out and have dinner on the river um which is pretty uh pretty neat and the guide that will take you out there will uh, pack the pack your dinner and everything and you'll go out to one of the sandbars and visit the uh, there's a few native villages there there's a there's a bluff that you can walk up Um, we got the berry picking you can go berry picking we also have an archery range there that you if you want to shoot some you know arrows if you've never archery before and we can take you up there um there's a there's a lot of other little options you can do abandoned native villages by yeah. the way yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we did that we walked up to that one of those native villages fascinating yes it is yeah because yeah. it's and see how they live back in the day yeah I mean, it's just it's kind of on like, the river yeah on the river yeah people were born on the river there you yeah know? so that's kind of neat to see yeah and the other thing too is if you want to fish and do that 
you can do that because you're basically when you're on the river, you're seeing all kinds of wildlife. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, like, you could be fishing. Your wife could be bear viewing or otter viewing or or beaver. You know, eagles. It doesn't have to fish. You can see a lot of stuff just while you're out on the fishing trip too. Looking for agates seems to be a fun activity for a lot of people. Really? Okay. Okay. Agates okay. and gold mining. You know, they, oh. they, they, we have the panning uh, in the boats. We got the little green pans. And oh. You can actually, you know, and you actually get flakes. Do you? That's oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah. Right. Little jars you can put them in. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty neat. How fun. So there's other things to do other than fish. Right. And the yeah. wildlife trips run well into the beginning of August as well. July is prime time. It is a little tougher to get in because that's also prime time for fishing. Right. So I would say, you know, end of July through the beginning of August is a great time to get in. It's a little easier. It's not as busy. Um, the lodge is more open and um, still a beautiful time for bears. And if you go uh, in that in that uh, August time period, not only can you do a Brooks Falls. Is Brooks Falls still going in August? Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can go Brooks Falls, but you can also fly out to the Moraine or the American or one of the famous trout rivers and have a fascinating view of bears up there as well as see some Pretty incredible things in the river, too. Yeah, and let, let me just say that, you know, going to uh, the the falls in August, it's instead of seeing 30 bears, you're going to see 15, you know? Yeah, yeah right. They're still there. They're yeah. still there. It's just that you're going to, you definitely got to, but then you also have more people, so you got to look at it in that aspect. Since it is a national park, it's, you know, they, there's a lot more people there. In, in, in July. In July. In July, yeah. In July, so, July. so right. depends on how you like, if you like to be around a lot of people, then July, you're going to get a lot of people at the Park, not at our lodge, but at the park. Itself. In August, you're still going to see plenty yeah, of bears. Plenty, plenty of bears, bears and not as many people. And so the benefit people. of that is because they put you on a platform. And if you're going in mid-July when everybody else is there, they're uh, going to rotate you off every 15 yeah, minutes because they have hundreds of other people in line. You go right. in August, it's a little more flexible. Last time we went time. in August, you guests were able to stand up there and there was no limit. That's yeah. cool. You know, so right. it's. Yeah. And let's yeah. be real. You're going to see bears on this trip, right. no matter what. No matter, no matter what. what you do. You're going to no see matter. a lot more than if, bears. If yeah. you didn't do a wildlife viewing trip, if you didn't do a flyout, if you mm. didn't do anything, you are going to see amazing wildlife just in your course of your normal fishing day, all day, every day. Yeah. Hey, Isam from Irvine says, uh, he says, good morning, guys. How should I dress for the months of June <laughs> to August? How does the fishing at Katmai Lodge extend all... Does the fishing at Katmai Lodge extend all the way out to, uh, is it Catch Kamchak Bay? Kamashak Bay? Kamashak Bay, yeah. No, we don't go out to Kamashak, but uh, uh, the way you dress is uh, basically it's like today. It's, you know, you, if we were here in San Diego, you it was raining this morning, but then now the sun's popping through. It's layered, so you layered, see layered, 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 layers. layers. Bring layers. Yeah, and, uh, and bring your raincoat. And bring a raincoat. Right? Yeah. So the thing is, is that you're wearing, you know, you want to wear a good base layer. You want to wear a, a sweatshirt, some comfortable pants when you're out fishing because mm-hmm. you're going to be wearing waders anyways. So you're going to be fully covered and you're going to absolutely need to bring a rain jacket but if it's raining in the morning it it could be sunny an hour later. Yeah. And then you take Even off if you're bear viewing on our river, yeah. you're going to be. We're going to put you in a set of waders in case you want to get out and take pictures. Right. You're not sitting there just stuck in the boat. You know, you can get out of the boat in in ankle deep water or knee deep water and get to the shore so you can take your pictures and all that. So, and then putting waders on, the wind can be you know blowing or breezy and cold. But once you put waders on, it's not that bad. Yeah. No, not that bad. Layer, layers of yeah, long underwear, both top yep. and bottom. 
mm-hmm. um, heavy socks. Heavy socks, <laughs> okay, yeah, heavy socks. yeah, because the water's cold. You yeah. want your feet to be warm. Yeah, yeah, and um, and just multiple layers that you can bring on and off right. uh, as the day progresses. Right. There are days where it's 75 degrees and sunny. I mean, I've had weeks up there where the entire week was 75 yep, and beautiful, sure. but. The following week, it could rain every day. So right. you just don't know. Right. It's Alaska. It's probably going to be a little bit of everything on your yes. trip. That's the that's the yeah. one thing I've found is like and don't predict it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one thing it will be is probably the opposite of what you're telling everybody it's yeah. going to be. Yeah, you you're going to get a little just, bit of everything. You just put book it in your trip and go, and you just have to work with it, whatever Mother Nature throws at you. Yeah, for sure. Hey, when we come back, we got a lot more. Let's talk. Hey, come on your way. I want to remind you this portion of the show is sponsored by Terrafin Sea Surface Temperature Charge. Focus your fishing in the most productive areas by using Terrafin. They have sea surface temperature, chlorophyll, currents, and more. With Terrafin Mobile, you can now access your charts on your phone or any mobile device. See this week. See them this weekend uh, at the PCS show. More information coming your way. Uh, again, uh, such great info from the guys at Terrafin. When we come back, we got more of your phone calls and reading a lot more text. This is Let's Talk Hook Up on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Get ready for the most exciting sports show of the year, the giant 14th Annual Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Tackle Boat and Travel Show, March 7th to the 10th at the O.C. Fair and Event Center in Costa Mesa. Check out hundreds of sport fishing exhibitors, manufacturers, tackle dealers, fishing boats, and fishing resorts taking up all seven halls at the fairgrounds, 217,000 square feet, plus fantastic seminars and a free kids' trout pond. Back by popular demand, the PCS show also has freshwater to cover bass and trout. Learn from some of the top names in the sport fishing industry. From catching giant bluefin, swordfish, calico bass, and more. Take advantage of incredible show specials from major tackle retailers and boat dealers. Talk to the top fishing travel destinations for full days Thursday, March 7th to Sunday, March 10th. The 14th Annual Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Tackle Boat and Travel Show at the O.C. Fair and Event Center in Costa Mesa. Don't miss it. Hey, we're so lucky here in San Diego. We have fantastic weather and great fishing. We also have three great shops to take care of anglers. Hi, this is Ben, and you will see me at my dad's shop, Dana Landing in Mission Bay. We call it the one-stop shopper, a great day on the water because it truly is. Food, bait, tackle, beverages, and more. Our tackle shop, headed by Johnny, is certainly one of the best. We have you covered from bay bass to big tuna. Plus, we have Doug, one of the finest reel repair guys around. For freshwater tackle, Nothing beats East County Bait and Tackle. Cheat and the guys have the best rod and reels, the hottest lures, and live bait. Our newest shop is Lemon Grove Bait and Tackle. Growing their stock of both fresh and saltwater tackle right in the heart of Lemon Grove. ECBT is at the end of the 67 freeway on Maple View and Lakeside. Lemon Grove Bait and Tackle, 94 to Broadway in Lemon Grove. And Dana Landing is next to the Dana Lawn Tramp in Mission Bay. Check DanaLanding.com for more details. The PCS show is coming, and we will have our best ever booth at the show. Hi, this is Doug Kern from Fisherman's Landing Tackle. Check us out in the wildly popular saltwater building at the PCS show in Costa Mesa, where we will have some amazing deals for you on rods, reels, lures, and clothing. Everything at the Fisherman's Landing Tackle booth will be on sale. And as always, our expert staff will help you select that perfect setup for the fish you want to pursue. For saltwater tackle at the PCS show, your best stop is the Fisherman's Landing Tackle booth. 
Want to take your catch from fresh to superior grade? This is Robbie Gant from AFCO. We develop the tools for the EKGMA process. Circuit Breaker is specially designed to disable the full length of the fish's spinal cord. The memory-resistant wire of AFCO Circuit Breaker will not bend or kink, even after repeated use. Take your fish care to the next level with Circuit Breaker by AFCO. Available at a dealer near you or check out AFCO.com. Like Robbie said, take your fish care to the next level with Circuit Breaker by AFCO. Check AFCO.com or your favorite tackle retailer. Great fishing is what Seaforth Sports Fishing in Mission Bay is all about. With free parking and fully stocked tackle shop, Seaforth Sport Fishing is a favorite among anglers. Come aboard top boats like the Aztec, Cortez, Endeavor, Apollo, Outer Limits, Elgato Doe, Pride, Polaris Supreme, Tribute, Pacifica, Pacific Voyager, and the Voyager. Plus, the new Seaforth Sea Watch in San Diego offer the finest half and full day trips available. Seaforth Sport Fishing. For charters or schedule, check SeaforthLanding.com. Run by fishermen for fishermen in Mission Bay. Welcome back to Let's Talk Hookup. Phone lines are absolutely packed. Tons of great texts coming through. Everybody's excited to talk about Katmai. Yeah, for sure. Let's jump into it. It's packed. That sounds good to me. We're this time going to talk to John. He's called us from Huntington Beach this morning. Good morning, John. Welcome to Let's Talk Hookup. Looks like we lost John, so we're going to jump in and grab another one. How about we talk to Jim from National City? Good morning, Jim. Hey, good morning, uh, Charlene, Bob, and Rob, and uh, Pete and Rick. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, my question, uh, I'm 76, and uh, I kind of hit rosy with this last week. I'm not handicapped, but my mobility as far as uh, I can walk, but I'm not like I used to be able to walk, not great distances. But I guess my question is, uh, I'm, and I'm sure you take care of them up there at your place, uh, the handicap, semi-handicap, and even less, in Sandy, uh, handicapped. Uh, how are you? I'm sure you're catering to those people, and maybe you'll explain a little bit uh, 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 how you're taking care of them up at your lodge. Oh, absolutely. We love to have you guys out, and you easily can come out and fish with us. I mean, we are pretty much where the lodge is, it's, it's flat. Uh, yeah. You know, it's there's not a whole lot of hills or nothing, and we do walk downstairs to go to the boats, but we have this little road that takes you around the backside, and uh, we have uh, one of those uh, John Deere Gators, if you're familiar with them. It's kind of like a golf, cars, a golf course little cart, um, and you just get uh, suited up uh, in your room, which you can just walk up one step to get into it um, we'll put we put you in one of those rooms and then what you'll do is you'll just jump on with the guide and he'll just drive the gator literally onto the dock uh, down below and you'll get out of your out of the gator and take three steps and step right into the boat um, yeah and it's really so bad. you've done it before I mean, yeah we've done it before we've had people handicapped with wheelchairs uh, one of two of our rooms have you know wheelchair access we call it you know mm-hmm. we we just take this uh, rail out and then we install this um, plank basically as a wooden thing we built and yeah. so the wheelchair can just roll right down and get into you can it's in the same level as the main lodge and then into the kitchen it goes down a, one step and then you're in the kitchen area so absolutely you know we can take and the dining room's all wheelchair all, accessible yeah, yeah, it's all be able to pull in you and, can do uh, it Jim you know, and then once you're on the boat you don't have to get off yeah, you yeah. Don't have to get out yeah. and if you yeah. do the 
guides are fully capable of getting you off the boat, but Absolutely. they're going to be very cautious in where they place you. Right. You'll, get, you'll gonna... get on a sandbar and yeah. just put you right on a good spot, and you'll just that's all you'll fish right there if you want. Jim, knowing you from all the years and fishing and everything, you would have absolutely no problem. I, I know exactly what you're trying to say. You're, you're not going to run a marathon tomorrow, but you would have no problem fishing up there. Yeah. No, no question about it. Absolutely. Hey, thanks a lot for the call this morning. Tom in San Diego says, do you ever fish non-bonic lake, and what species are in non-bonic lake? Yeah, the non-bonic lake, we normally do that up for a fly-out is what we'll do, is uh-huh. because it's, it's far up the river, but we'll go ahead and uh, get in the otter and fly up to the non-bonic, which is basically every fish that is in the non-bonic went by our lodge, you know, salmon that is, yeah. uh, and so because it has to go through by our lodge to go to the non-bonic. Um, and uh, what we'll do is basically when we go up there, you'll be trout fishing. It's a great trout spot. Yeah, you know, for smelt and uh, you know. And and is that the non-bonic river too that you're fishing when you go to non-bonic? No, lake? no, no. We don't drive up the river. We'll fly it in the otter to. Yeah, there, you know. But we'll, you'll fish. Fish. You'll in fish the, the, in yeah, the lake. We'll, yeah, we'll fish in the lake. In but the no, lake. you'll walk down the. You'll you actually will pull right up to the uh, the uh, the non-bonic river you want to yeah. call it that goes down there and we'll basically you'll walk a, a trail there's a trail there that you walk down maybe you know quarter mile or so and you'll fish the banks okay yeah. well, or you'll take their boat because we do have the boat now then oh the no boat. kidding so what we'll yeah. do is we'll land there and take a you know the otter we have a two uh, um, basically inflatable boats oh, um, no you know, with, way. with engines on them and we'll uh, we'll inflate the boat and you'll get in the boat and you'll fish the uh, you know the upper non-bonic river and wow. on the lake. Wow, How cool is yeah. that? I know one of the coolest things in uh, when you're on the Alagnac River, which is the river that goes by the lodge at Katmai Lodge, is to run up into the braids where where you find the trout and the and the and, and the and the and the grayling and and such like that, and the pike maybe that that uh, Harold's trying to trying to target, uh, but going all the way up to the top where. The, I, I believe one side is the non-bonic, and the other side is, is the Kuklaklik, Kuklaklik. and that's the the headwaters right. of the Alagnac. Of the Alagnac. Right. And going all the way up there, I'm not sure you've ever been up there, Rick. It's quite a run yeah, up there. Yeah, it's an hour but and it's, a half, almost two but, hours but it's, to get up there. If you can kind of talk, it's going to take some fishing time away from you. But if you can talk the guide into going all the way up there, it's fascinating to see see these two giant rivers that meet and become the Alagnac. That's correct. Yeah. And so, great trout fishing right there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Really cool stuff. And, and, and the adventure up there is just, it's everywhere you look. Right. Yeah, for sure. I want to read this text, and I know that we've touched on this before, but I think it's so important for our listeners because I, I, it's the biggest hesitation that, that I know that I had. And it says, good morning, let's talk hookup crew. Charmel, Bob and Rob, great show. This is a bucket list destination for sure. I'm an avid saltwater SoCal conventional gear fisherman and fly fishing would be a brand new experience for me your website discusses the various weights of fly rods and gears to bring i have zero fly fishing experience and no fly fishing tackle can you talk about what the lodge provides um do you offer turnkey outfitting for a novice like me how about uh do i need to get training before i go up there so i can start off on the right foot um would uh, i just don't want a novice like me to struggle when i get up there i want to be able to enjoy this fishery that's from mike and oceanside well we we offer you you know i don't know what exactly um 
you know, fly fishing has a little bit of coordination to it, but you, it's always fun to learn. And it's a, one of the best places to learn is our river is because it's so open. Mm-hmm. There's nothing behind you. And usually what happens is when you're swinging it back and loading the rod and swinging it forward, you don't want any trees around you until you really get to the control of the line. Um, but once you do it and you try it, you don't get frustrated. You put the, put the fly rod down and then gear fish a little, then try it again. And the guys are going to sit there and go over backwards to get you uh, up and running. But definitely, if you want to practice here, there's no reason why you can't go to a school ground or somewhere open, grab yourself a fly rod, some borrow one from somebody that has it, and then just go out there, put a little fly at the end of it, and just practice your fly fishing in the local schoolyard. You, uh, you never, if you go to Katmai Lodge and you don't want to fly fish, you you cannot ever want to touch a fly rod and catch a ton of fish the whole time. But when you go, you will want to catch a fly, yeah, exactly. catch a fly rod because so it's, it's a so different way easy. of fishing and it is easy. It's easier yeah. than you think. And until you try it, you you got to try it. And, yeah. and once you get hooked, you might not want to go back. Oh yeah. And Mike, I was you. I, I mean, I was you exactly. Avid saltwater fisherman loved it. Knew nothing about fly fishing. Mm-hmm. You're not making these massive long technical casts. The guides are awesome. All of the gear is provided. The instruction is fantastic. Like you will have no issue with it, I assure you. The basic cast in fly fishing is a roll cast. And the roll cast is, a, is I promise you, is easier than throwing a spinning rod. No doubt. It's 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 the easiest thing anybody can learn in, in a matter of minutes. Right, Charmel? Of course. You've done it, right? Yeah. yeah. You're now an expert, right? Of course. <laughs> also, too, what makes it easy is you're in an area or you're in a river that's got so many fish that you're going to catch a fish. Yes. Part. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it's matter whether you're target rich fisherman, <laughs> but those 76,000 are going by today. Yeah. Even if you're a lousy fly fisherman, you're going to catch a fish. Yeah. <laughs> when you, and then that gets you to be a better fish. But it fly does. Fish. It gives you lots of opportunities. And it gives you, this your bite, you, you're going to you get another one. You go, wow, this is kind of neat, you know, how it works. When you throw a roll cast and you hook one of those sockeye and it, for the first time, and it takes off and, and, and empties that reel that you have on your fly rod. It, it's, it's so exhilarating. It's so cool. It's really, really cool. Hey, another great, uh, a great question here uh, from a texter, Carlos from San Fernando Valley. says, how do you break up the day at the lodge start to finish? Sounds like I need to take a trip soon. Yes, you do. So what's a, what's a typical day? Give us a, a scenario of a typical day at Katmai Lodge. So typical day would be you wake up, obviously get ready, head over to the dining hall for some breakfast around 7. Maybe I think it's 6, 6.37, you know. Mm-hmm. Typical guests are in there. They'd, they'd, they'd rather be there earlier and out on the water already, but it's just not... It's just not even light yet. So um, have breakfast, and then typically your guide will meet you down at the boat when you want them to, 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Get out on the water, and you can stay out as late as 5. Mm-hmm. Um, you, do, you do have a shore lunch. You can come back to the lodge if you want, but um, most people chose not to because it's just a waste of time. Um, or it's lunch, not as – I mean, the shore lunch is so cool. Yeah, yeah it's the special. shore lunch itself is amazing. It's the, the freshest – you know, the guides can – you can catch a salmon and they'll fillet it and cook it up for you and it's the most fresh salmon you'll ever eat so it's it's an amazing um, opportunity to just relax and you can keep fishing the guide's cooking up the food and then you 
um, have lunch and get back to fishing. Yeah. Come back. Uh, if you want burgers instead of fish one day, yeah. you can have Absolutely. burgers, hot dogs, whatever. I mean, the prime chicken. Last night. Yeah, you go. Yeah. Soup. If you want a bowl of soup. Yeah. Soup in a thermos. Hot and coffee. Hot coffee. Yeah. You know, and then you get back Weird. at five between five and five thirty. We like everybody back by five thirty ish, so we can take a head count because you know we have ninety miles of river. You yeah. Might, you don't want to be stuck for some reason out there. If you had, if you did have a boat problem, which we don't have that many, it, it happened to us. Yeah. But we want to make sure everybody's back. And take a hot shower, yeah. which is worth the oh my god, the, the, the best there is. A hot shower, get back uh, to uh, come into the main lodge, and we'll have happy hour there. We'll have uh, hors d'oeuvres for you. Uh, you'll have all the pictures for throughout the day of not just you, but other clients. And you meet the clients, you talk to the clients, uh, other guests that are at the at the lodge at the same time you are. And then seven o'clock's dinner. Uh, you go there and they ring the dinner bell, and you go over there. And you know if you want to stay and have another drink, that's it's okay too. Go at seven thirty. You know, it's, you don't have to just jump up at seven and get over there and have some dinner, um, and then uh, come back into the lodge. And you know, there's there's game boards. There's all kinds of little things. There. There's there's, there's there open bars right in there. So we have a, all the beer and wine in there that you want to drink. Take a couple cocktails. Beers with you. Cocktails. Take a couple to the back to the room with you and uh, talk with more guests, and then plan the next day. Yeah. Majority of our guests are down for the. After yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Long days. Yeah. The best smoked sockeye salmon you'll ever eat. Yeah. Whatever you do there is like it's amazing. Yeah, we have a it's it's kind of a the size of two sheets of plywood, you know, uh, doors, and it's a big um, it's a cold smoker, so actually a cool smoke they call it. And basically, we have a fire that's down at the bottom of the hill, and it runs through a pipe uh, into the ground, and then comes out into the smoker. And mm. usually, we have that thing going. 24 hours, you know, smoking. So the whole lodge smells like smoked salmon or you know, somebody barbecuing, <laughs> you know, even throughout the night. So it's yeah. pretty neat smell. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, and it's great fish for sure. Hey, um, Dan from Scotts Valley has an interesting question. says, I'm curious about the seasonal runs up there. Can the guests talk about through the average year and what runs there are and uh, uh, the weather, too, at different types of the year? All right. And summertime is basically when we show up the kings and the Saka are the first ones that show up, and, and you're and you're you start your season in June, in June right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. and trout fishing. Yeah, so we have the trout. We always have trout there. The trout yeah. fishing is there all year round, yeah. which starts uh, mid June. Yeah. These are Alaska rainbows that right. are amazing. Right. Yeah, uh, June eighth is the trout opener, so that's usually where we target to open the lodge is June eighth. If you want to just come in for trout fishing, that's phenomenal trout fishing there because there's no salmon in the water yet, and they've been sitting under the ice all. All winter long, so they're hungry. They're hungry. They're hungry. That's um, when the mouse fishing is really good, right? Mouse fishing and uh, basically leeches, the black leeches. Uh-huh. They're, they're really uh, black and purple leeches work really well for the trout. Then, then the uh, kings start coming in uh, right there towards the end of June into July. The sockeye show up. The sockeye usually shows up July Fourth weekend. Yeah, is is pretty much. So you can almost like count on it's it. Right? Amazing how that works. Yeah, I don't. I still it's don't like, get it to this. Day. They're not there, and then the next day they're there. They're there. It's like flipping on a switch. Yeah. And once that starts, it runs for about three weeks of just a funnel of sockeye coming through with the kings. So you're catching kings and sockeye all day, and then the chums show up. And this year's a pink year, so every odd year, I mean, even year, there's the pinks run. Thousands and thousands, thousands of pinks, you know, mixed in with all the rest of those fish. <laughs> yeah, that's on top of what's on, on, on top of 
of it. And why they only come in, on even years, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's only, only God knows that one. Um, and then after that, the, uh, uh, the, the chums and the pinks and the kings, the king season ends July 31st. Um, fishing game rules. They just don't want you you'll to still you, catch them or you'll see still them. You'll catch them one, you know, uh, you throughout the day, them, but you though. can't keep them. Yeah. You gotta let them go. Um, because that's their, that's the, that's a fishing game rule. But they're uh-huh. still in the river that yeah. you're gonna catch, but you gotta let the thing go once you bring it in. Um, and then, uh, after that, the silver show up, you know, towards the middle of August. Uh, so then there's, you know, there's a possibility that we call it the big five. You catch everything, you yeah. know, right end of July, early August. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can they're all in there. Or they're all in there. All five Pacific species. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then trout. Of and then course, trout. And, the and then trouts. But now the trouts have been eating all the eggs. Yeah. But silvers are there through August, right? Through August, all the yeah. way into September. And when do you close? Usually uh, the first, second week of September. September. Okay. It starts thinning out. Um, and, it's, and then the temperature starts getting cold then. Yeah. You know, it starts getting pretty brisk in the morning. Yeah. So you usually by September 15th, we're pretty much closing the doors. Is there such a thing, and you talked about the weather too, is there such a thing as better weather in some months or it's pretty much... It's unpredictable. It's unpredictable. It's just, yeah. I mean, it could be... Beautiful sunny in August. There could be what, rain. Ty- what type of fishing you want to do? Yeah, I always ask them. It's that. just about fishing. What, what time you what, just, when you want to catch? You want to catch a lot of fish? Do you want to yeah. target fish? Do you want? You know, a lot of people come early. Uh, one year they'll come July, early July for the kings and the sockeye, and yeah. then the next year they'll come for silvers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No. So just target what, when you want to come. Right, and your time get, of the year and, and, and your, your schedule, schedule. And your schedule. And yeah. and and you're gonna catch fish. Correct. Yeah, I'm sold. Okay, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Hey, when we come back, we got more Let's Talk Hookup coming your way, including finding out who's going fishing on that open party trip. More Let's Talk Hookup coming your way in the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. The Boat Show is back. The Bart Hall Boat Show at the Fairplex in Pomona, March 1st to the 3rd. We'll highlight Southern California's premium dealers and most of the greatest boat manufacturers in the country. All in one place. Fishing boats, ski and wake boats, family fun boats, very fast boats, very exotic boats, personal watercraft, and some of the most spectacular one-of-a-kind handmade boats ever seen. If it floats and you can put it in or on your car, then it's probably at the show. Marine accessories, wakeboards, marine clothing, kayaks, stand-up paddle boards. We've got it all, including live music. The Bart Hall Boat Show, March 1st through the 3rd at the Fairplex in Pomona. Noon to 7 p.m. Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. Kids under 15 are free. All of the boat dealers and all of the boat factories you love. All in one place. Don't miss it. It's the Bart Hall Boat Show. For more information, go to hallshows.com. That's hallshows.com. For your next fishing adventure, check Point Loma Sport Fishing. They offer half-day trips on a daily double and full-day trips on the Mission Bell every day. Perfect for novice or seasoned fishermen. Point Loma Sport Fishing also offers overnight to multi-day trips on the American Angler, Vagabond, Intrepid, Independence, New Loan, T-Bird, Game Changer, and more. Visit PointLomaSportFishing.com where you can purchase tickets online. Want to go fishing? Point Loma Sport Fishing has you covered. 
This is Captain Art Taylor from Searcher Sport Fishing. Your hook is one of the most important links to catching fish. And at Searcher Sport Fishing, we use and recommend Gamagatsu hooks. The Gamagatsu Nautilus hook is best for tuna. And now with a variety of sizes all the way down to size 4, Gamagatsu hooks are the ones to use. It's important to be prepared with the right tackle when you come aboard Searcher, so that should include Gamagatsu hooks. When it comes to fishing rods for saltwater, there's just one name you need to know, Calstar. Take, for example, the Graphiter series. It's a true graphite and fiberglass composite rod, the finest that's ever been built. And for anglers seeking traditional performance, durability, and quality at an affordable price, the Calstar West Coast series of rods and blanks are the ones for you. Their master craftsmen bring decades of rod building experience to every rod they make. So if you want your fishing rods to be truly state-of-the-art, I always recommend Calstar at fine tackle stores everywhere. Welcome back to Let's Talk Hookup. Okay, it's time to find out. Charmel's going to do us the honor of flipping the prize coin, seeing who's going on this uh, overnight open party trip. Do it to it, Charmel. All right, Charmel. Okay, we have a texter winning today. Congratulations, Dave in San Diego. You are going fishing on an open party overnight trip at a fisherman's landing. Congratulations. Congratulations, Dave and Charmel, Bob, and, of course, Rob. Thanks for... Man, Thanks, guys. Thanks the two hours go so, so fast. fast. Yeah. And now, um, Katmai Lodge is super popular, but there are space. There is space available. Our trip this year is full, but if you want to go with our group, the Let's Talk Hook Up Harold Davis uh, Davis Boats group, you can book next year. It Correct. wouldn't be too early to do that, right? Right. And if you want a discount, come to the PCS show. We'll be there. Yeah, you guys will be in the booth, right? And you can talk about open dates for this year because it's not too late to get in there. Right? Right. Absolutely. Trips, trips start in Anchorage. You fly to Anchorage, overnight in Anchorage, and then fly out to the lodge, right? Correct. So if you want to do a side trip, like up to Denali, oh. take the, the oh, Alaska absolutely. Railroad, highly recommend yep. that. Uh, you can do that. Alieska, there's a great yeah. uh, a ski resort there where they have the tram running during yeah. the summertime, and you go on top of the mountain. It has a restaurant on top. Beautiful view yeah. of, of to really see Alaska. You have the... Uh, um, uh, glaciers there, that the Portage Glacier on your way out there, so it's, you can kind of kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you can go to Whittier where the cruise ships come in, which is you go through this mile-long tunnel. Um, it's just kind of neat. There's, it's only one yeah. you know one direction. One day you got to wait, and they switch it back and uh-huh. forth to go through a mile-long tunnel. You wanted so, to go saltwater fishing? You drive out to Seward and go, and go halibut, and halibut fishing. fishing. Yeah. 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 We went down to Nanilchik and saw the you know the yeah. boats like loading onto the big trailers. So they do that crazy beach launch yeah. and landing. Like, Lots of things. All kinds of There's cool stuff. To do on. I would encourage you to do a, a side oh, trip. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other yeah. than because uh, you're there anyway. Yeah. So you it's might. It's very common that either they, they add us at the end of their trip or the beginning of the trip. One of the, one or the other. Let's be real. Yeah. It's the trip. Yeah, for sure. So uh, spots available throughout the whole season this year. Yeah, pretty and much. And not too early to book next year. Correct. All right. Go see them at the PCS show. You'll have a booth there. Absolutely. Uh, next Thursday through Sunday. Come Look forward to that. Questions. And thank you for 
for uh, keeping things rolling up there, Bob and Charmel. Yeah. Thank you It's for such having a you wonderful place. It's a great Can't coming wait into the to show with you guys. Wait yeah. next year. Oh, for sure. Hey, and thank you for listening. Hey, thanks to Christian for all he does on the phones as well as on the on the board there. And thanks to Adam for all he does on that amazing Let's Talk Hookup app. And thank you out there for your texts, your phone calls, and everything else. We sure appreciate your support of Let's Talk Hookup. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Bill and Mike from the PCS Show will be here to talk about that amazing show coming up this week at uh, up the Orange County Fairgrounds. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 to 9 a.m. right here on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio and the Let's Talk Hookup app.